You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovich as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. You're listening to the AISTS Medicine Podcast, and this is Episode 1. I'm Neha. And I'm Vishnu. I'm having a tough time convincing Vishnu on the need of a high-performance center in India. So Neha, before we discuss the need or requirement of such a center in India, can you please explain what exactly a HPC is? I'm still not clear what it means. Is it just a training center or is it a medical center? Since identifying talented athletes is an important part of how a country creates an environment that improves the performance of these athletes, High-performance environments compared to a regular training or medical center provide circumstances that stimulate the athlete to improve performance. So an HPC is not only a training center or medical center. It's a holistic approach to training and high performance. It includes sports-specific training facility, strength and conditioning training, sports nutrition, sports psychology, sports physiology, sports medicine, biomechanical and video analysis, visual performance skills, education and cardio training. Okay, a sport training facility is easily understood, but does the strength and conditioning refer to a high-tech gym? Strength and conditioning is a design and delivery of sports-specific training programs designed to meet specific metabolic and biomechanical needs. Strength and conditioning is not just about lifting weights. It encompasses the entire development of the athlete and what is needed to improve physical performance. This includes plyometrics, speed and agility, endurance, and core stability with strength training being just one part of the jigsaw. This typically involves gym-based training designed to improve total body power, as well as conditioning training designed to enhance cardiovascular performance, running acceleration, speed, change of direction, and elevation as appropriate. The equipments normally used for strength and conditioning are treadmills, arm cycle rowing ergometers, and spinning bikes. The components that are normally checked are body composition, BMI, flexibility, muscular strength, blood pressure, blood glucose, cholesterol, and submaximal VO2. That's a lot of things being covered. Now moving on to nutrition, how does sports nutrition become an important part of NHPC? Because I don't think having a perfect diet will make you faster than Usain Bolt. True, but failing to eat properly can prevent you from achieving your potential. Sports nutrition is all about optimizing what you eat and drink to get the most from your training. Getting your nutrition right can optimize your recovery, reduce the risk of illness and improve your performance. It is concerned with the type and quantity of fluid and food taken by an athlete and deals with nutrients such as vitamins, minerals, supplements and organic substances such as carbohydrates, proteins and fats. The wide range of services provided by the HPC Nutrition Center are 1. Dietary Assessment they evaluate an athlete's current food intake to identify deficiencies and areas for development. 2. Nutrition planning. This includes individualized food plans to promote recovery, achieve weight manipulation for travel and for special environments. 3. Clinical nutrition and dietetics. It supports athletes with health and medical issues. 4. Menu planning for teams and athletes on overseas trips. 5. Education and skill development. This includes cooking classes, supermarket tours, nutrition seminars and workshops. 6. Supplement advice. Oh, that's a lot of support for the athletes. Now let's move to psychology. The increased stress of competitions can cause athletes to react both physically and mentally in a manner that can negatively affect their performance abilities. 
This has led coaches to take an increasing interest in the field of sports psychology and in particular in the area of competitive anxiety. And as you know, psychology is another weapon in, in the athlete's armory in gaining the winning edge. So what do HPCs do in this area? You're absolutely correct, Vishnu. Performance psychologists work not only with athletes, but also coaches to develop the ability to excel in high-performance environments. Psychology will help individuals develop an understanding of their mental blocks that are a result of their personalities, experience and psychological development. It helps them develop strategies to prevent these from interfering with the achievement of their goals. Psychology can also be used to help people deal with issues relating to sleep, stress management and personal functioning such as conflict resolution, relationship and mental health issues. But I've also heard of the four C's which play an important role in sports psychology. What exactly do they stand for? So the four C's are concentration, confidence, control and commitment and are generally considered the main mental qualities that are important for successful performance in most sports. The techniques of relaxation, centering and mental imagery can assist an athlete to achieve the four C's. Now that we've discussed the role of mental conditioning, let's get back to physical conditioning. Nowadays, physiology has become a hot topic of discussion. For example, take the case of Kenyan long-distance runners where their performance was attributed to genetics. But research has led exercise physiologists to believe that environment plays a far greater role than simple genetics. Hence today, elevation training has become very important for long-distance athletes. So what other physiological tests do HPCs use? HPCs use both field and laboratory-based tests to measure body composition, aerobic and anaerobic ability through variables like training pace, heart rate, power output, sleep, etc. Some of the important tests are submaximal fitness, blood and gas analysis, maximal fitness test, VO2 max, integrated submax and max test, body composition test, blood screening, acclimatization, that's the heat chamber. This routine monitoring and testing helps coaches determine the effectiveness of their coaching practice and helps to assess how an athlete's body responds to these changes. You have told a lot about sports physiology, but is this what sports medicine is all about? Well, sports medicine involves a lot of other responsibilities. Sports medicine team's role is in providing access to early and accurate diagnosis, assessment and treatment of acute and chronic injuries, planning the appropriate investigations and imaging, instigating the treatment plan for the athlete and deciding on appropriate interventions such as surgical referral, physiotherapy, podiatry, nutrition, or psychology, etc. The sports medicine practitioners are able to assess the athlete to identify issues such as stress fractures, tumors, psychiatric conditions, systematic illnesses, or infections that may be present as simple muscular or tendon injuries. Okay, now moving on to another area. A lot of HPCs boast about technology being used in enhancing performance. So how exactly is technology being used in HPCs? So there are two types of analysis techniques which are used, which are biomechanical and video analysis. Biomechanical analysis helps to increase the efficiency of movements and reduce the risk of injury by determining weakness and limitations and highlighting compensation patterns. And video analysis allows athletes to self-assess and understand the difference between what is seen by the coach, what they feel in training, and what is actually happening in slow motion. Some of the services offered by the HPCs in this area are functional movement analysis, video analysis, technique analysis, gait analysis, stroke motions, post-game match analysis. You know, I've heard that 80 to 90 percentage of decisions made in sport are based upon visual information. So is there any special training given in this area? 
That's true, Vishnu. Visual performance skill training is also considered as a very important factor in performance. This training helps to improve and enhance response skills of eye-hand, eye-foot coordination because when players see more, they can assess the situation much quicker. In addition to the above training and services, some HPCs even provide services like educational and career training, legal services, etc. There's a lot of support given to elite athletes. So Vishnu, I am now convinced of the idea of India having an HPC to improve the Olympic medal count. Well, partially. Because this is all theoretical information. Is there any historical evidence that proves that all these HPC theory actually works? I was expecting this question from you and have studied four HPC's performance, which are WAIS, Western Australian Institute of Sport, High Performance Sport New Zealand, HPC at University of Pretoria, and HPC at University of Birmingham. Also, you can now hear Dr. Matthew Sai's views on HPCs. He was associated with the Aspire Academy in Doha, Qatar, as a chief of the medical center. I, I, I really think that uh, HPC has a, a really important part in the success of uh, sports in, in various countries. We have, we have uh, examples, for instance, in Australia, that uh, AIS, the, when they create AIS, they were able to, to reach and to gain much more medals at the next coming Olympics. If the center is well recognized in the country as a really valuable tool to reach uh, performance, if you have funds, and if you have the political support, yes, I really think that uh, this is a, a, a really important part of success in uh, high-performance uh, sports. I hope I have now been able to convince you. Oh yes, especially after hearing the experts' recommendation, I think I am now convinced to support the need of an HPC in India. Thank you all for listening to our heated podcast. This is Neha and Vishnu signing off from the first episode of our AISTS Medicine Podcast. Look forward to your feedback. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.